0: It's Welfare.com final day's report, episode 304. Israel is using an AI system, a targeting system, called, get this, the gospel to hunt Hamas. Will the AI global governance that we always talk about, this machine, this beast machine, hunt, harass those that do not follow the Noahide laws that says, if you worship Jesus Christ, off with your head. Noahide laws are linked to the UN and deceptively signed by every president, including Trump, since Bush Sr. Plus... How does Jerusalem fit in the end of days? And last, what we're going to do, and most Christians will disagree, is we're going to talk about dispensationalism in the Zionist era, brought to you by the occult Schofield reference Bible that just has beyond wicked, wicked backing. And the characters that wrote it, my friends, are characters. But again, Israel has an AI targeting system called the gospel. Will Christians be next? Is this a trial run? Next to kill idol worshippers, those are Christians. We're gonna play. We're gonna play from rabbis' own mouths. Who the enemy is, my friends, under Noahide laws. And again, the United Nations is for it. And every president since Bush Senior, Poppy—they call him Poppy because he was a big heroin runner. Poppy seeds, folks. Well, they've all signed it, including Trump the father of the, as the days of Noah, devil Jews. All right, here's the main article. The gospel, how Israel uses AI to select bombing targets in Gaza. Like, why wouldn't they call it something else? They're calling it the gospel. Christians are the enemy. Romans 11 says that the Jews are blinded for your sake, so don't be arrogant, We are in the tree. We are basically in the tree with fellow Jews that are believers in Jesus Christ. And those that don't believe are grafted off the tree. They are blinded for a season. I do think God is not done with the Jews. We'll get into that in further studies. But it says in Romans 11 that the Jews are enemies of the gospel. And is that what we're seeing in the end of days, my friends? Let's continue reading the latest Israel Hamas war has provided an unprecedented opportunity for the IDF to use such tools in a much wider theater of operations and in particular to deploy an AI target creation platform called the gospel, which has significantly accelerated a lethal production, a lethal production line of targets that officials have compared to a factory. The Guardian, this article is from the Guardian, can reveal new details about the gospel and its central role in Israel's war in Gaza, using interviews with intelligence sources and little notice statements made by the IDF and retired officials. Now, I'm not sure if the final B system will be called the gospel, but AI, what's interesting is AI is learning from each other. So one of the theories that we have, when you look at uh, the 10 Kings, we think the 10 Kings might be tech companies, somehow linked to the old Roman Empire. It really is looking that way. Remember, Klaus Schwab said the final one-world government will look like Google 3.0, his own words. Amazon, uh, there are some articles about putting Amazon on the UN Security Council. You can't make this stuff up, my friends, but you need to think about this AIB system linked to central bank digital currencies, universal basic income, carbon trackers, vaccine passports. The 17 Global Sustainable Development Goals. I was just reading an executive order the other day about biohacking, bioengineering, and also cryptocurrencies and central bank digital currencies from Biden from 2022. And it's all about we need to protect Mother Earth. It's a scam. That's how they're going to get rid of Bitcoin and mining, my friends. I'm going to do another podcast on that. Think about ID 2020, you won't be able to do anything without this biomarker, bioidentification. And obviously, if you don't take the mark of the beast, even if you're not a Christian, you just don't want to take the mark of the beast, you will be hunted down, my friends. And so let's dive deep into this. Um, And I found it interesting as well. Israel hits Bethlehem in Christmas raids and occupied West Bank. This is a war on Christianity. If you finally peel back the onion, Christians are the number one enemy of the Satanist, period, flat out. And it's kind of sad. Bethlehem is a ghost town, my friends. But let's take a look at this famous rabbi. And again, remember, we're going to go over Noahide laws next. If you worship an idol... An idol is considered Jesus Christ. Let's hear it from this rabbi. And there are montages of 30 to 40 rabbis saying the exact same thing, but this guy's pretty famous. And when you peel back the onion as well, only 1% of Jews actually read the Talmud. And the Talmud is a collection of books that's very wicked in nature, especially after Jesus Christ, but also some massive perversion in it. It's Kabbalah witchcraft, ultimately, But the Talmud is written by rabbis on their interpretation of the Torah. And my understanding is only 1% of Jews really understand the Talmud. They look to rabbis as spiritual leaders. So this isn't something where, you know, just your fellow Jew, um, some of my Jewish friends, you're going to be like, hey, the Talmud says this. They will, they will have no clue, basically. But let's listen to this rabbi. And this is alarming. You have six billion idol worshippers who makes God angry every second of their life. Indian, Chinese, Japanese, uh, Tibet, Nepal, uh, 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 Thailand, uh, so many. India alone is 500 millions. China is two billion. Uh, so many, two billion Christians which are idol worshippers. between Chinese, India, Hindus, Buddhists, and Christian, at least six, six and a half billion people are idol worshippers that according to the Torah do not have the right to live. Idol worshipper Goy, it's death penalty. Not only Jews, even a Goy who bow down to an idol, who be- who believe in JC, deserve death penalty. Alright, so the Noahide laws, and this is off of Shabbat Lukovic's site. So do not profane God's oneness in any way. And again, if you worship Christ, you can do your own research. It's off with your head, my friends. Do not curse your creator. So if you worship Jesus Christ, you're cursing the creator. Obviously, do not murder sounds good. Do not eat a a limb of a still living animal sounds good. Do not steal sounds good. Oh, what's interesting is I watched a Vcast where a gentleman was reading the Talmud and the Talmud teaches opposite, that you can actually steal if you're Jewish with the goyim. You can't make this stuff up, my friends. Harness and channel the human libido. Incest, adultery, rape, and homosexual relations are forbidden. So one of the greatest whistle- whistleblowers of the Noahide laws, I think, is homosexual. Because he knows the off with your head if you're homosexual. Or, or he's just very effeminate, one of the two. Um, Establish courts of law And ensure justice in the world Kabbalah Is Freemasonry Your executors Will be these Freemasons My friends In every one of your little small towns And this will be probably linked up to the Sanhedrin As we get into the Bible On who the woman is And this is not a new theory There's much debate on who the woman is Who the whore is But I'm I'm just going to put perspective of the signs that we're living in. Now, I found this disturbing. There are a bunch of rabbis as well. You can do your search that Edom is Rome, but then Edom needs to be destroyed. is considered the West and Christianity. And you think about the Deagle Report. Think about the Deagle Report. This basically is destruction of the West by 2025, almost 80% destruction. And again, not... All rabbis believe in Zionism. Not all rabbis believe in this nonsense. So you can't pigeonhole all Jews together. But I just found it fascinating. This is probably the synagogue of Satan, the Satanists that run the world. And yes, if you are in Freemasonry at a certain level, they'll tell you, you worship Lucifer. Just interesting. Let's play this. I'm just going to play a couple of seconds of it. The whole catalyst for the book was... It was two reasons. Why did Esau go the way he went? Why did he choose that route? And secondly, why did the rabbis say that Esau is, is Rome, is a dome? Why is it Rome? And I wanted to chart the course uh, historically and geopolitically that shows that Esau, out of Esau's loins, really did become the foundations of the Roman Empire which gave birth to the Western world, and the Roman Empire also gave birth to Christianity. So we learn Christians are idol worshipers. When you dive deep into the Noahide laws, they're idol worshipers. They deserve death. Then, all of a sudden, Edom, and you can look, many rabbis are saying, hey, Edom is the enemy to the Jewish people. It needs to be destroyed, and this guy is making the link that the Roman Empire is basically the West and Christianity. I mean, you can't make this stuff up, my friends. You cannot make this up. Let's continue. I want to just play Rick Wiles on Jeffrey Epstein. We've talked a lot about Jeffrey Epstein. You can look up some of the podcasts that we've done on him. But ultimately, there's so much evidence he's just flat out a Mossad agent. And I thought it was interesting. There was this tweet going around saying... Why would Epstein's lawyer ask Israel to not allow Epstein's list to be released? Because he's an agent. At least there's a ton of information that he's an agent of the Mossad. Maxwell as well. Maxwell's history. But let's, let's play Rick. You know that True News has consistently maintained for many years that Jeffrey Epstein was an Israeli Mossad spy who pretended to be a billionaire businessman. Well, today's New York Post published a story about a U.S. congressman from Tennessee who recently said on a podcast that intelligence agencies have honeypot traps that are common in Washington, D.C., and that's how many members of Congress are blackmailed into voting for or against things that powerful people want done. Israel is involved in this. I thought they were above board on this criminal activity, pedophilia. I mean, how wicked is pedophilia? And if you follow our ministry, I think we're watching big time wrestling with this fake right-left narrative. You know, you think about our heroes on the right, our so-called heroes, they support the same stuff, Go in and type Trump if you're a big Trump fan. Obviously, gave us the the, as the days of Noah devil juice, but he's done so much more and made so many comments. Twice he's made comments on suspending or getting rid of the Constitution, take the guns first, have due process second. I mean, just evil stuff. Freedom cities sound like 15-minute enslavement cities. It's big-time wrestling. And, oh, by the way, Donald Trump, as we mentioned earlier... Champion of Noahide laws during his almost four years in office. Donald Trump has been the greatest supporter of Noahide laws in history. Off with your head. Can't make this stuff up, my friends. And then we need to think, I've always covered this slide of the Abraham Accord. You are the temple of God. This coin given to Donald Trump, his name's on it, his signature's on it, is pure transhumanism. This here, these little lines, this signifies transhumanism. Then you have your pyramid, you have measuring the heart. Why is there a syringe on this coin? Gears, this is 5G, satellites, Wi Fi, O1 is computer language, but they're going to put this tech in you. You're going to be the computer by 2030. We have Saturn, Lucifer, the dove. I mean, you cannot make this stuff up. This is transhumanism. This is defiling the temple of God. That is You, you're the O1, my friends. And oh, by the way, we wrote a book, Seal one is open, that primes the fourth beast kingdom, iron, graphene oxide mix, and clay, you. And we document the nanotech within the poison poke. And again, Lucifer is the great copycat. You got to ask the question with Noah Harari. He said, we'll be able to know your thoughts. Klaus Schwab's book, we'll be able to know your thoughts as you go from country to country, predictive programming, AI, and you can see it right now, is this fake omnipresent god especially if you've got nanotech in you, this biohacking, this wireless body area network that we talk about at 5G, 6G, fake holy ghost. I think there'll be a fake resurrection from a dream I had in 2008 with the Antichrist. They'll put his uh, head, his brain cells on this quantum computer and quantum computers speak to other dimensions according to the founders. And if you think this is far out, I've done three or four podcasts uh, talking about how they're taking live brain cells and Baking them into AI mega computers. Antichrist, then after a will show up as a hologram, and then obviously the mark of the beast that will some be somehow be linked into you. I think the as the days of Noah devil juice, I don't think it's the mark, but I think it's a primer. I think you need to worship this image and they'll just turn it on, in my humble opinion. And that was from a dream that I had. Now, back to AI gospel and targeting Hamas. We've talked about this before as well. Israel's become the number three country in the world for AI, Jerusalem Post. And AI is learning from each other. Could this be the Ten Kings? And maybe also uh, Ten Kingdoms kind of linked together somehow? These corporations are becoming awful power, and they have their tentacles from the old Roman Empire as well. All right, I'm going to make the case Jerusalem is the woman on Seven Hills. That's Babylon. It's highly debated. Many great scholars make the case that Rome is, the Catholic Church is the woman, USA, and I'm sure there are others as well. And I think all of them have really, really good points. So if you hold to any of these different views, I'm not blasting it. I'm just going a little bit deeper. That just has jumped out at, at me. And I've covered a bit of this before. You have the woman who oversees the harlots and The harlots are many nations sitting on many waters, and the woman I'm going to show really is Jerusalem, and the woman runs the kings of the earth, and the woman will be riding the beast, part of the ten horns, and probably these ten kings that will make war with the whore. I've talked about how I think this will go down in many different podcasts, but let's read Revelation 17, verse 18. And the woman was arrayed in purple and scarlet color and decked with gold and precious stones and pearls having a golden cup in her hand full of abominations and filthiness of her fornication. And upon her forehead was a name written. And this is interesting. I always, say, I always read this as Mystery Babylon. It's, it's No, it's just Mystery Babylon the Great. It's a mystery Babylon the Great, mother of all harlots. Those are whores and abominations of the earth. And when you got, dive deep into the whore, the whore sits on many waters, many nations, many peoples and tongues. I'm paraphrasing. And the woman which thou sawest is the great city which reigneth over the kings of the earth. So the key question is, where's this great city? Well, Revelation 8, and their dead bodies shall lie in the street of the great city. Let the Bible define the Bible, which spiritually is called the Sodom in Egypt, where also our Lord was crucified. They didn't crucify the Lord in Rome or in the United States. This is Jerusalem. That is Babylon. That is the leadership of Babylon. Let's continue reading. And upon her forehead was a name written. And that's my opinion, by the way, because I think there are other great scholars that have different views. And upon her forehead was a name written, Mystery, Babylon, the great, the mother of harlots and abominations of the earth. And I saw the woman drunken with the blood of the saints. This is not the saints are Christians. These aren't the... Uh, tribulation saints, just really study and look at when tribulation happens in Matthew 24, King James Version. And with the blood of the martyrs of Jesus, and when I saw her, I wondered with great admiration. Let's continue reading. And the angel said unto me, wherefore didst thou marvel? I will tell you the mystery of the woman and the beast that carrieth her, which hath the seven heads and ten horns. And here is the mine which have wisdom. The seven heads are seven mountains on which the woman sitteth. So where are the seven mountains? Well, this is Old Testament. The seven hills, mountains, are in Jerusalem. Now, some argue it's in Rome as well. But it's fascinating, my friends. You have all these different mountains, and one of them is called a hill. But there's a case to be made here, my friends. I found it interesting as well. In 1985, just looking up Noahide laws, doing some more research, this military chief basically demanded Muslims that live in the area need to go under Noahide laws or that they had, would have no right to live in Israel. When will that be the world, my friends? I mean, the fact that the UN is involved in this is quite alarming. And I highly recommend I go deeper into who's, who the woman is, who the whore is, the World War III players that get subdued in Final Days 257. And I would say this is my best donation day ever. Thank you for your support to keep the lights on. So in Revelation, it describes this great whore who sits upon many waters with multiple people and engages in immoral acts. Let's read. And he saith to me, The waters which thou sawest where the whore sitteth are peoples and multitudes and nations and tongues. This is Satan's empire. And the woman, which is in Jerusalem, runs this. The seven hills, that great city, that's the key, where they crucified Christ, Sodom in Egypt. And there came one of the seven angels, which had seven vials, and talked with me, saying unto me, Come hither, I will show unto thee the judgment of the great horror that sitteth upon many waters. And again, being a little repetitive, And the woman which thou sawest is that great city which reigneth over the kings of the earth. And the ten kings in the end of days, probably with the woman riding this beast system, is going to hate the whore. They're going to go after all the smut. It's going to look like a savior. It's going to be a white light. That's how this thing's going to go down, my friends. They're going to get rid of all the people trying to push... um, Astriding kids. They're gonna they're gonna just they're gonna go after the people with all the smut, my friends. And I just found this interesting in Nam chapter three, verse four, because of their multitude of thy whoredoms, speaking to Israel, of the well-favored harlot and mistresses of witchcrafts that selleth the nations through her whoredoms and families through her witchcrafts scripture has short-term fulfillment and long-term fulfillment it's pretty amazing let's continue notwithstanding i have a few things against thee because thou sufferest that woman jezebel which calleth herself a prophetess to teach and to seduce my servants to commit fornication and to eat things sacrificed unto idols when you dive deep into all of this this kabbalah this talmud this witchcraft it's freemasonry as i mentioned earlier now to end a little bit of this lesson. It's a war on Christians, ultimately. It's a war for your soul, but it's a war on Christians. and It's biblical, Revelation 12. I mean, ultimately, we said this before, it's a war on Christians. It's a war on Christians. That's the ultimate enemy. You think about when somebody swears. They don't say, Muhammad, Buddha. They say, Jesus Christ. It's a war on Christianity. All the smut and sin All this perversion, it's 180 of what God's book says. That's the ultimate conspiracy. I realized that when I was a baby Christian. I'm like, everything that's foul in this earth is a 180 from the Bible, or everything that's true, from the family to how to raise your kids, to nutrition, even hygiene. I mean, it's all there in the Bible, my friends. But let's read Revelation 12. The dragon was wroth with the woman and went to make war with the remnant of her seed. It's a seed war, which keep the commandments of God and have testimony of Jesus Christ. So, Lucifer the dragon, Satan is going to make war with Christians, especially he wants to wipe out all humans at the at the start of this chapter, but ultimately it's going to behead Christians in your role. I actually had a dream I don't think I've ever shared this dream of act like the Church of Philadelphia. He wants the remnant to be like the Church of Philadelphia. It's just white as snow and you know I'm a sinner like everybody else, and uh, need to repent every day. And so we all fall short. We're all dirty rags. But be you know to the best of your ability, get rid of your habitual sin. If you're into pornography, get rid of it. Ask for some healing. Pray to the Father to break any habits. And if you fall, if you if you you know take a short or if you actually stumble on whatever. Repent. The Holy Ghost will convict you. Repent. repent, Maybe do a fast. Ask for forgiveness. That's what I do when I fall short. So let's read with Philadelphia. And of the angel of the church of Philadelphia write, These things saith he that is holy, he that is true, he that hath the key of David, he that openeth, and no man shutteth, and shutteth, and no man openeth. I know thy works. Behold, I have set before thee an open door, and no man Can shut it. For thou hast a little strength and hast kept my word, getting the word of God, and hast not denied my name. Don't deny his name, even if it means your head. Behold, I will make them of the synagogue of Satan, which say they are Jews and are not, but do lie. Behold, I will make them to come and worship before thy feet and to know that I have loved thee. That is our role in these end of days. I think the people of Israel have a target on them. And we've done some podcasts. There are going to be false flags against them all over the world. Probably some real evil events as well and what's happening in Gaza. And so we need to pray for the innocent to be protected. We need to pray ultimately for all souls to be saved. I think one of the greatest things that's happened in Gaza is 200 men in Gaza had dreams that Jesus was the savior and they came to christ and think of all the people they're going to influence that jesus is king so it's really about souls this world is just a shadow and i just want to dive a little bit deeper into this whole skull field dispensationalism zionism folks bless a christian and you'll be blessed christians jews and gentiles get the promise and i'm just going to set up some bible studies i'm working on and it's got it done with israel i don't think so we'll cover that as well But the Zionist war is insanity, and a lot of Christian brothers and sisters who I consider friends can't wait for war with Iran, can't wait for Armageddon to happen, can't wait for Gog and Magog. And I did a podcast, Gog and Magog War, is, I think, in the millennial reign. I I proved that out in a Bible study that went somewhat viral. Don't get caught up in this war stuff. Get caught up for saving souls, Jews, Gentiles, Muslims, atheists, Satanists. Pray for their souls. There are too many to jail. The remarkable growth of Christianity in Iran. So we want the United States to nuke Iran with all these Christians. According to the research organization Operation World, Iran has the fastest growing evangelical movement in the world. The second fastest growing church is in Afghanistan, where Afghans are being reached in a large part by Iranians. They're having dreams, my friends. They probably have a... Just a yearning for Mohammed. And God's like, they have a true passion for Mohammed. And I'm going to course correct them because I know they'll follow me. The nonsense of this genocide for the promised land, I find just insane. And it's against scripture Leviticus 19, verse 34. But the stranger that dwelleth with you shall be unto you as one born among you, and thou shalt love him as thyself. For ye were strangers in the land of Egypt. I am the Lord. Boy, they're breaking that, my friends. So why Zionism dispensationalism? I think, is flat out just evil. These are some things that we're going to get into a little bit later, but it's dual covenant the- theology. Suggests separate salvation plans for Jews and Gentiles, elevating Jewish status and diminishing the Christian importance. Just read Romans 11. Jews are off. They're, gra- they're not grafted if they don't believe on Jesus Christ. So Jews who received the gospel first for many, many years, they're there, and then the Gentiles are there. All right, the second bit, emphasis on Israel's future is just out of control. The focus on Israel's restoration distorts that only Christians will get the promised land, the dead in Christ first, and those Old Testament believers via faith. The entire Old Testament was written about Jesus Christ. So the saved Jews, Israel, the saved Israel, the dead in Christ rising first. There's a scripture that said Christ followed the Jews as a rock. So who's going to inherit the promised land? Believers, Jews and Gentiles. We'll prove it out, my friends. This doctrine has distinct roles. Dispensationalism's clear separation of Israel and Christians create a hierarchy with Israel seemingly more significant. Misinterpretation and division, imposing dispensational divisions, overlooks literal context, creates a false dichotomy between Israel and Christians, and distorts the continuity of God's redemptive plan. It's funny, when Jesus was talking to the Pharisees, he's like, look, I'll take I'll take the nation of Israel and go and give it to somebody that will give fruits. It's not replacement theology. It's fulfillment theology. Gospel and grace distortion, teaching different salvation methods in different dispensations, undermines the unity of God's redemptive work and presents the church as a secondary and or temporary. And the rapture, the pre-trib rapture, I think is from the pit of hell, Leaves you're you're out of here. You're not, it's not gonna happen for you, my friends. It's not in the Bible. Jesus doesn't come back like a yo-yo and take out the believers. He comes as a trump. Trumpet, it'll be loud. It's not going to be silent, my friends. So if you're in a Zionism dispensationalism, which probably 95% of the church is, do some study on it. Ultimately do some study. And here's the plan that I'm going to do is who are the chosen people? Let's review scripture, what it takes to be the chosen people. Who gets the promise? Bless a Christian, you'll be blessed. What's the deal with the new covenant? The New Testament overrides and fulfills the Old Testament. But is God done with the Jews? I don't think so. We're going to talk Romans 11. Really study Romans 11. All Israel will be saved when when the times of the Gentiles comes in, and when when you look at other scripture, when the times of the Gentiles comes in is in that last great and terrible day of the Lord. So who's in? Who's in as Israel? Christians and Jews, right? Gentiles coming to Christ, Jews coming to Christ in that last and terrible day of the Lord. I am a post-trib rapture guy. I moved from mid-trib to post-trib. We'll talk about the wrath, Luke 21, Joel, Zechariah, Zechariah 13. You know, God's going to sift, right? They're partially blinded for, for the Gentiles' sake. And you can't be cocky, my friends. You need to pray Jews get saved, right? We're going to talk the whore versus the woman. Jerusalem, we kind of just did that today. And they're blinded for, for you. So that should be a good study. And we actually did Final Days Report 295 about this third temple nonsense and the red heifer. The red heifer was in the Old Testament. Jesus was the ultimate sacrifice. You're the temple of God. And so if they build a new temple in Jerusalem called Sodom and Egypt, would it really be holy? And I've heard some pastors I really respect say, well, they're going to bring out the Ark of the Covenant. If God's not in it, it's not holy. It's already been fulfilled, my friends. So that was one. Final Days Report, episode 295. Actually, a lot of people... Repost that. I appreciate it. And then I just want to dive deep into the Schofield deception. There's there are a lot of great videos of how wicked of a man Schofield was, how much of a charlatan he was, and then where he got his doctrine from. I mean, it's creepy beyond belief. I think it was launched in 1903, basically funded by some people you might say are connected. They're connected in a very very wealthy way deceived the seminaries, my friends. We talked about this before. New Testament defines the Old Testament. We're going to decode some passages that um, dispensationalists really dive deep into, or Zionists, like, you know, when will the kingdom be restored to Israel when Jesus was uh, ascending up? And again, I think that will be, when the rapture happens, then the dead in Christ, which basically fits the, uh, in Ezekiel, the dry bones, right? dry bones coming out of the grave, that to me sounds a lot like a resurrection of those Old Testament believers. They're going to be there. The um, apostles are going to rule and reign. They are Christians. <laughs> I mean, It makes sense to me. It will be fulfilled. They will get their promised land. Those, but it will only be a remnant. It'll be the faithful remnant, my friends. And the Old Testament is all about Jesus Christ. And one of the big ones, too, I want to go over the Olivet Discourse. That is Matthew 24, Mark 13, Luke 21. It's written to Christians. I'm going to prove that out. There's a a tricky scripture that I just want to unlock it, my friends. So this is something I want to work on. Uh, I've actually been working on it, studying it pretty aggressively. And one of the things with me, I like to see all sides of something. I don't go in and research something that's like, well, this is what I want to have happen. And if I'm wrong, I will, you know, kind of switch my my tune. Like I did, I did a Bible study on the mid trip rapture, and I started researching it more. I was just like, you know what? It doesn't really make sense. Why do you need two witnesses in Jerusalem just harping on everybody if they're not trying to save them? Are they just being abusive? You know, it it didn't make sense to me. And if if somebody saw Jesus coming in the clouds in a midtrib rapture it, you'd be an idiot not to give yourself to Christ at that midpoint so there's just some things that just didn't pass the logic test for me so bit of a long one my friend scoutsgwelfare.com thank you for your support <laughs>